0: I'm looking for the wrong side of the tracks.
1: Then you've come to the right side of the tracks. Have a seat, stranger.
0: Welcome to the world of tomorrow this is back to the futurama your podcast voyage through the comedy central reboot of one of the greatest tv shows fox ever canceled
2: i'm mike and i'm ben and today we're talking about season seven episode 14 40 percent lead belly ben yes our audience
0: needs help
2: you know what they, they need they help li- with well they listen to us for one
0: you know what strong but fair um what I'm more suggesting is they need help knowing what to three d print
2: yes, that what, is true. What should our audience three d print uh Bender's shiny metal ass
0: all right, there you go audience i hope I hope that works uh if it what if they don't have gold filament um then should they go buy it or should they try something else?
2: They should three d print some gold filament to put into the thing to print that's how three d printers work right i I'm unclear on this. <laughs> okay, no. For okay, so okay, all the things that I've ever wanted to 3D print, okay, are very nerdy. Surprised to no one,
0: we do a Futurama podcast.
2: Let's get into it. Okay, you want to <laughs> know the nerdiest thing? Yeah, that I want to 3D print. Sure. So, the board game. Okay. Oh, sure. Code name. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's good board. It's, it's a, a good. It's a, it's a good, good board game. Good board. So.
2: Game. You set out, um, a, a grid of five by five words. Sure. To and you, you and your partner have to like guess, give each other's clues to figure out which ones are your agents and which ones aren't. It's a very fun game, and I very much like mm-hmm. it. We we can um,
0: at Back to the Future I
2: recommend it. I think that's our first board game recommendation. <laughs> so the problem is, is that because you're putting these little agent cards on top of them, they tend to get a little. Um, because they're putting stuff on them, like the cards move around and they rotate, and so I really want to 3D print a board to sure. put the cards in so that they don't move around. But the problem is, is that a, a board for that would be too big, so I'd have to print it in little like puzzle piece blocks to snap together. Sure. And it's, a, it's an engineering project that I am just like incredibly uh, nerded out mm-hmm. about. It would be an engineering marvel, I think. That does sound like a cool 3D printing idea. I mean, it's interesting. I don't want to say it's cool.
0: I mean, if you like code names, which I do, it it is. I think.
2: Uh-huh. Um, I also of course really want to 3D print um miniatures for Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm, sure. Um, not that I um uh, not that I, I get much opportunity to play these days, but, like, there's that eternal nerd part of me that is just, like, I, I constantly need new miniatures for D&D. Mm-hmm. So those are the two things that I would use, this phenomenal technology that people are literally printing out uh, replacement limbs yeah. and things and important tools for science. I want to play games.
0: Well, I think... That kind of follows with our podcast, where we could be going out and doing hardcore journalism to help people, but we're talking about Futurama this week and every week.
2: You're not wrong. Uh, however... I don't think we're well-suited to the hardcore
0: journalism, but we could be trying
2: it. We definitely could. Um, I don't think that would lead to good times for anybody. (laughs) Good times for everybody so what would what would you recommend that our listeners three d print with the three d printers they most definitely have and got on a whim, sure, despite not knowing what to print with? Yes,
0: it? I think they should print octopuses okay explain i I remembered the episode
2: and I couldn't think of anything else, and that's why I said octopuses, okay so. Uh, what would these octopuses do? Uh, attack everyone.
0: <laughs> I'm basically just, I can't think of anything but the episode of the podcast. I've put
2: you on the spot with your own question and you have floundered. You you have hoisted my petard. So. Or I have, somebody has hoisted a petard and I don't know. I will say I've seen some 3D printed octopus, mm-hmm. uh, like figures mm-hmm. and they're very adorable. So I would recommend that. Ooh, what you
0: could do. You could you could get you, you you know some you you can get a Funko Pop, mm-hmm. and say I want a Funko Pop, but of my own thing, uh-huh. and boom, I could just three D print a Funko Pop. You could just steal intellectual property. I mean, if I want to make one f- of myself, uh-huh. there's not gonna they're not gonna make a Funko Pop of Back to the Future Traumas Mike. <laughs> I can guarantee you that we
2: we got in their newsletter, my dude. We have you know the what? power. Fair point.
0: Retracted. Funko. Uh, make a Funko of us. No, so, <laughs> and people people that are actively listening right now on Patreon are gonna buy that.
2: So, uh, my wife will make me throw them out <laughs> of myself. The other thing that I have contemplated the need okay. for three D printing is Pokeballs. Ooh, yes, because I've been getting into mm-hmm. Pokemon Go as we all have. Yeah, and. I'm really excited for the new Pokemon game that's coming out pretty soon. So I wanna I wanna ride that hype train and like 3D print Pokeballs and be like, uh, I want to be the very best, like no one ever was. Sure. Are you planning on throwing those Pokeballs at something? Um, no. Okay. They're just decoration. They're just decoration. Okay. If I can get 3D printing technology that allows me to capture wild animals within it. And those wild animals just shrink down and live peaceful, happy lives mm-hmm. inside those Pokeballs. Sure. Uh, I'm going to reinvent how we take care of endangered species. Oh, you know what? That's a good point. You're worried about people hunting tigers into extinction, throw those tigers into Pokeballs. Now you got to keep the Pokeballs in a safe place. Sure. Why don't you just throw the poachers in some Pokeballs? That's a better plan. <laughs> that's a way better plan they
0: get to live in there and it's fine but they, they're they uh, completely uh, and then
2: you make the poachers battle each other
0: see yes that's <laughs> it it's not it's not <laughs> it's not weird uh fantasy cockfighting it's more like weird fantasy boxing
2: exactly yeah. okay cool
0: i think we accidentally turned pokemon into PUBG, and i don't mind it
2: nice so you just throw a hundred pokeballs out yes. onto an island, okay? A
0: hundred poachers, <laughs> and boom—you've you've solved the problem.
2: Perfect. All right, we've done it.
0: We've we usually we don't solve problems on Back to the Future, but you know what? This time we have. we
2: solved the problem. Good job, team. Okay, so now that is what you should 3D print with your 3D printers <laughs> is Pokeballs, everyone has, Poacher Balls yeah, to capture those everyone Poachers. Everyone has to do their fair share and we can stop poaching. It's great. Boy, that went on a tangent. So this podcast, <laughs> wow. Uh. All right. So let's talk about forty percent lead belly because I don't I have no good off ramp for this. Oh, PUBG. We poacher. rarely have good off ramps or on ramps onto things. I'm surprised we have any ramps left. So forty percent lead belly. It starts out in space. I mean, we could just go to, go to
0: the grocery store and get ramps. It's how the uh, uh, English call. Uh, oh, I don't. I think they are their own thing. They're some kind of lettuce ramps. What? I I I watch like, a lot of food TV.
2: Like a wedge of lettuce, but instead no, it's I, a, I think r- it's
0: I think it's like an arugula or like arugula is rocket. I know that,
2: which is a, a
0: cooler name than arugula.
2: Okay, you. Have, we're gonna talk about this after the podcast <laughs> because I have no idea what you are even talking about at this point. <laughs> I, I went from English to gibberish. So forty percent lead belly. It starts in space. There is. A giant, a- a giant like, spiky asteroid, and it turns out that it is a uh, a prison of some sort. Mm-hmm. It's a Leavenworth uh, Variable Security Prison. And I'd missed that it was Variable Security. That's pretty good, yeah. actually. It, it, I mean, if you look at it, it kind of is variable in there. They are transporting a prisoner through the Planet Express Discount Prisoner Service. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Dr. Brutaloff. And he is encased in carbonite like a Han Solo. I like how Han Solo was encased in carbonite. Mm -hmm. It was a it was a thing that canonically in Star Wars, they were just like, we don't even know if this is going to work or not. This may literally kill the dude. And that one thing has become so iconic that so many other things have been like, yeah, no, he just he's encased in carbonite. It's fine. Yeah, it's like this is a thing they do all the time in Star Wars. Sure. Yeah. It's just, it's just in everything. It's, it's very just, weird,
0: you know. Once, once they did it on Han Solo,
2: they're like, "Well, clearly Han Solo is a trendsetter." Ex- well, he always is, isn't he? I mean, he fell in love with Carrie Fisher. We all fell in love with Carrie Fisher. Exactly. It, it makes sense. They now are... I am
0: having some questions about where Harrison Ford ends
2: and Han Solo begins. That's where that investigative journalism <laughs> comes in, <laughs> because that's we're we're gonna have to really uh work to get down to the mm-hmm. bottom of that one. So Harrison
0: Ford come on the podcast.
2: They are transporting Dr. Brutalov and uh while they're transporting it, Leela just wants to get hooted at, which is a yes. choice. It, uh
0: she kind of is a little provocative and then somebody hoots at her and she's like, "Oh, stop." Um so choice. Um, they do point out that uh, Doctor Brudeloff has a 300 year uh, sentence. That when he's going to be released from the uh, Carbonite, without any uh, moment passing,
2: and he's going to be refreshed. Mm-hmm. And so then Bender sees Silicon Red, the universe's greatest folk singer. And uh, in, in Bender's turn, ter- uh, in Bender's words, mm-hmm. uh, he is checking out of prison today, and he gets his gun and his guitar and. Is ready to go on his merry way. Uh Bender remi- er, uh has just been reminded of his uh his lifelong dream of being a folk singer and goes running after him. It is weird how this plot line of Bender wanting to be a folk singer is like it's ver it's hinted at in like the very second episode mm. ever. And then we get the Beck episode, and they're like, now we're done with it. Just kidding. Yeah. It's back. It's back now, Surprise! baby.
0: We found, a, we found some jokes to tell with it.
2: So the... We went, we went joke harvesting and we found some this time. So Bender asks Red about uh, the, the folk music. Mm-hmm. We also get... I, I don't want to skip over it. We do get a very brief shot where Dr. Brutalov's eyes glow red. Yeah. Like he's escaping from the carbonite. But then it cuts to Bender yeah. asking Red for advice about folk music. And he also wants a sig- uh, uh, an autograph and the guitar that is owned by this famous musician. Mm-hmm. He
0: calls it Old Salmonella. I do want to point out that Fry is very terrified of being left with uh, Dr. Brutaloff. And it's like, Bender, don't go. I'm so scared. And then Bender just runs off anyway.
2: I mean, yes. Wh- I would be very, even in Carbonite. Mm-hmm.
0: Apparently, the Carbonite is not as uh, uh foolhardy as it was in Star Wars.
2: Han Solo could have just broken out at any time.
0: Maybe he was—that uh, was his restraint. He was—he could do it, but he didn't want people to
2: know that he could do it. Okay, he—he he had a plan. Yeah, and then everyone else just came in and ruined it.
0: Yeah, he was—he was getting into the inside of Jabba the Hut. Bender kind of goes to take old Salmonella, and Silicon Red pulls his gun on him. Um so instead Bender just takes a quick picture of the uh guitar and says I'll get somebody to duplicate it.
2: And sure enough, he does even though uh uh Silicon Red is like you can't you can't duplicate this. I mean, you know Even with the fanciest technology. He w- he waxes on poetic about, you know, mm-hmm. what uh, uh an instrument really means and its craftsmanship and all of that. And then Bender takes it to uh Dr. Beeler mm-hmm. um who is like yeah no problem i can 3d print that
0: with his fancy technology um Dr. Beeler plugs in a usb cord into the back of Bender's head and it we get like some weird like slightly jurassic park esque cpu like where he's like punching open files on the file system and he finds a lot of pornography
2: 100,000 terabytes
0: that's a lot a lot of terabytes mm-hmm. but he also finds the uh the the picture of the guitar and sends it wirelessly via bender's antenna to his 3d printer the Matic.
2: also just because you mentioned jurassic park i want you to know that i think i've heard the weird owl song jurassic park maybe two times in my life mm-hmm. and one of those times was at the weird owl concert we went to last week and it has been in my head Pretty much ever since. Would you like to stop listening, making the podcast, and
0: just listen to that on repeat for an hour? I can do that. Uh, also, the Weird Al concert was awesome, and if
2: you ever get a chance to go to it, you should go to it. It's he's amazing. It was very good. Um, I will pass on the the constant loop of jurassic park uh for now but well that will um, make
0: one of us skipping it
2: did you know he did the he was on the riff tracks uh for jurassic park
0: i feel like i remember that yeah i don't i'm not i don't watch a lot of the riff tracks i i also know that i haven't uh that people are huge fans of uh mystery science theater 3000 Uh, i've not seen that either i probably should
2: dr beeler gets this uh picture i do want to point out because i really don't want to gloss over it bender has a folder labeled exotic burps
0: i mean if you if you do one you want to remember it
2: it seems like a choice
0: Hmm. i mean when he's I, I, there's the standard burp sure that he, we see a lot mm-hmm. but what if you want to just insult somebody with a burp you gotta just play that exotic burp Hmm. or again it's either
2: he uh he has all these ones that he can pull out on a moment's notice or the recordings of him burping weird. It does sort of make me think of back in the day, uh, in the, in the days of like windows Mm -hmm. 3.1, I think maybe windows 95 had just come out, but, um, my dad used to get these magazines that were like computer magazines and they'd always have some shareware CDs in the back of them. And one of them had just a whole bunch of random, uh, wave files, from a bunch of different things. <laughs> and I feel like exotic burps feels like something you'd get on one of those. Which just like here's a bunch of burp sounds. burp one dot wave. burp two dot wave.
0: I'm I'd be it feels like uh like a pack-in with Mad Magazine. Like a CD that got packed mm-hmm. in with Mad Magazine that would have that
2: on there. Now people just go to like burpsoundboards.com yeah. and then like Burp.biz. Uh-huh. So <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna go to burp.biz real quick. Oh. I need to know if this is a thing. I'm gonna put br- uh, private browsing on for this one. You have a smart idea, my friend. Burp.biz. Uh, it seems to be a blank page, but it does resolve. Okay, so it um, exists. It's just nothing there. View page source. Um. Okay, there's... uh, Oh, it's parkedcontent.godaddy.com. So somebody owns it. It's not being used. Burp.biz.
0: Their asset is going unused, and I can't stand for it. So... I've just driven at least 15
2: clicks to your site. So... Think about how many clicks they could get. The 3D printer makes this guitar. um, And then Dr. Beeler explains 3D printing, because I imagine at this point not many people really knew what 3D printing was. I did actually have a friend right around this time who i used the phrase 3d printing and she was like but i don't i don't get it like um like so it 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 prints like 3d images like you need to you could just couldn't you just print an image in like Mm -hmm. the 3d colors on like a normal printer i was like no it like prints objects and she was like but i mean i don't i don't get it so it prints 3d images on a print and like we went it was like who's on first
0: yeah it's it's just you're on separate pages of the book and you cannot resolve it this this is one of those times where if it was a youtube area you'd be like
2: youtube 3d printing right exactly but now i I feel like most people these days Mm -hmm. probably most people watching futurama are probably at least aware of what 3d printing is
0: and certainly the 3d printing that we see in the show is pretty pretty reasonable i -hmm. mean other
2: than the fact that it makes a Octopus in what seems to be five seconds. Right now, the best technology we have can only make an octopus in about seven hours. So yeah. we got to you know. step it up, scientists, with your fancy technology. I put a pin in that one. <laughs> so uh, while it's printing, um, it's going to take uh, three to four hours, he says. And so uh, Bender's like, Shall we adjourn to the porn folder? And the expression Dr. Beeler gets on his face is very uh, unfortunate yeah is the uh it,
0: it's the one that sells the
2: joke and also unfortunate i think you have found the best word for it back at planet express bender has a shiny new guitar which he has named bender may because bender may be the greatest folk singer of all time uh he's also
0: wearing a flannel shirt that he i believe he fought somebody at a at a at one of the, fa- the like a store mm-hmm. so i know it's like a like an old navy or something
2: so it is pointed out uh I think Leela says it that um you're not a folk singer just because you have a guitar and he's like and the flannel shirt which I'm going to point out I'm a folk singer I've got both of those things There you go well done Ben Mhm It's a different style of guitar um but uh you know it's still I'm I'm still going to say I'm a folk singer When
0: you play a gig at TGI uh Folkies I'll uh, I can't wait It'll be great.
2: Oh yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fantastic.
0: I legitimately we I if you do this at an open mic, I will be there.
2: I'm pretty bad at playing the guitar, so, you know, it's fine. No, no one says that folk can't be a ukulele. Um I'm pretty sure folks folk <laughs> says that folk can't be a ukulele, <laughs> but you know. Um okay, I'm just going to apparently just look up everything. <laughs> folk Ukulele. Ben Googles that corner. Folk tunes for the ukulele. Green sleeves. Oh, well, that's the folkiest song I've ever heard. Um. 21 easy ukulele folk songs on Amazon with ukulele tabs for every Okay. Apparently I was wrong. I'm I'm the butthole here. <laughs> I'm so glad I could open your horizons, friend. Bender has also analyzed all the folk songs uh and so he 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 may not be a folk singer just yet Mm. but he has this foolproof plan to analyze all the data and all these folk songs and then that way he can use his advanced Mm. ai to create the ultimate folk song uh zoiberg says that it
0: folk songs have to come from your heart like a medical diploma
2: bender the thing i really like is that uh Bender's whole presentation is went through one of those like kids like viewfinder yeah. toys like stuck into his own head which I really guy. enjoy um and then so he details his plan about how like every uh, every great folk song is about a railroad worker mm-hmm. who's named big something and um he he has a a lady who falls in love with someone else mm-hmm. And I believe
0: Bender calls them a bad-hearted woman.
2: Uh-huh. And Which, it a uh, folk uh, you know, stereotype, but yeah. So yeah, he has he has done all the math on this.
0: Now Bender can write as many songs as he wants, but he needs an audience. That's where
2: Silicon Red comes in. They go to TGI Folkies.
0: Mhm. The finest uh folk establishment The finest
2: folk establishment in New New York. So much corn cob pipe smoke. Silicon Red is there to perform because he's just uh just gotten out of jail, mm-hmm. and he gets up on stage, you know they announce him he gets up on stage, he strums like one note, yeah, and then Bender walks up and covers him with a, a curtain mm-hmm. steals literally steals the stool out from under him yeah
0: that that's a pretty funny gag to me,
2: and like th- underneath the uh curtain, yeah all you hear is a thud, and then. He sits down and he starts playing a song that I did not write down anything at part of that song, but the audience hates it. Yeah, it's basically
0: about running over somebody with a train.
2: It is called The Ballad of Me, Ramblin'
0: Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. After the song, Silicon tells him they're booing Bender because his song was insincere. Now get out and don't come back. And don't go to prison, that's my shtick.
2: Yeah, so... Bender decides that, well, first of all, he does say, how can I fail at everything I try and still be so great? Which, that's a mood I understand every day.
0: (laughs) I didn't figure you'd point that out very specifically.
2: So, he is really upset because he has no life experience with which to um write these folk songs that are great because they have to be sincere right as Silconrad pointed out
0: yeah he's never done anything like in old folk songs so zozoyberg so says why don't you live amongst the railroad men maybe
2: you'll understand them bender says that's a really stupid idea but it's a great idea when he says it
0: mm-hmm. so he, gets, he decides to do it and heads to the rusty rail L- he's looking for the wrong side of the tracks and he's he's on the right side of the tracks
2: that's a fun turn of phrase. It I is. really, really enjoy that. I
0: did not do it justice,
2: but it is very good. He goes to the uh um railway. It's it's like a little bar. Yeah, it's a dive basically. bar. Basically. Uh yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's a dive bar near the the railway and, and he- there he meets uh a big old guy, a big old robot, uh named Big Caboose. Mm-hmm. I bet he was
0: teased in robot school.
2: Your whole name is about a butt. I mean, my last <laughs> name. But... Let me tell you how much I got made fun of about butts. Okay. It was a lot. Now, why would that be, Ben? Well, because Mooney is mm-hmm. like oh.
0: mooning. Oh, I see. It's it. It's like it's like the moon, the satellite of the Earth
2: exactly that's and the why moon, it's all about butts. and the moon kind of looks like a butt sometimes yeah it absolutely does one half of the butt then the other half of the butt i totally get it big caboose is a steel driving man which um for the first time i actually watched with uh subtitles on all right and it definitely put uh steel driving man as one word
0: oh uh, <laughs> it's good i like that
2: i'm a steel driving man I'm a steel
0: driving man. That just sounds like it's a, uh, it's a, uh, uh,
2: a last name. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm I'm Bob Steel Driving Man. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so he meets Big Caboose, and um, uh, he's a steel driving man, mm-hmm. all one word. And uh, he explains kind of his life. Yeah. Um, and Bender's like, that's exactly the life that I want to write about. And so he goes along with Big Caboose and his uh, team of steel driving men. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is when Bender starts writing a song. He meets everybody.
0: I don't. Uh, they, we get some of the older, the, the previously seen hobos and a couple of additional hobos as they are referenced in the show. Um, and then they, he watches the, all of them work on the railroad while he's relaxing and drinking a delicious beverage.
2: Yeah, so Bender's not doing any work whatsoever. Um, meanwhile- Pretty much undercutting the idea that Zoiberg had, but, right, you know, Bender. It's sincere enough if you just watch people do it, right? That, you just spoke in Bender's uh, tongue right there, friend. So, coincidentally, the Planet Express crew shows up to deliver some dynamite mm-hmm. to this very rail yard this is a very funny gag as fry is dropping
0: a few that immediately explode. And then he gets into the explosive buildings, uh, which fully explodes as soon as he's entered um, in the next scene. He's it's okay. He's fine.
2: Yeah. It's just like, Hey, let's get some like Warner brothers cartoons. Yeah. Like I'm surprised he's not chasing a road runner in this right. shot.
0: It's, it's, it's very like, like just, just basically candy for it's There's nothing, no meat here. It's just candy. I, I kind of liked it, but I also like candy.
2: Bender uh, decides that he's going to write a song about Big Caboose, Um, and Big Caboose is a steel-driving man who Mm -hmm. uh, meets a temptress named, oh, I don't know, Jezebel. Mm -hmm. Creativity is hard work. Yeah. Uh, Big Caboose points out all the
0: inaccuracies in the song, like, I've never spied a bad-hearted woman. Uh, And also, uh, Fry gets added to the 57th verse, which is a lot of verses. Uh huh. Bender um,
2: says that it's like a thirty-minute-long song. Yeah. Which, um, I I mean, you know, I listen to some some long tracks of music. Mm-hmm. Can't say I've got even so every every Thanksgiving I listen to the song Alice's Restaurant. That's sure. like twenty-something minutes. Right. Even Alice's Restaurant with the forty-seven-eight by ten colored glossy pictures sure. with circles and arrows on the back of each one. Even that does not take 30 minutes to get through. Sure, I mean, there are some movements in classical music
0: that take that long, but there's like a dynamism to them. Bender's is going to be the same freaking structure the entire way through for 30 minutes. I'd rather do anything else. So either way, uh, Fry says after Bender kind of sings Fry's anger at him, Fry's like, you have accurately portrayed the nature of my grievance which i loved that line Mm -hmm. it's such a wonderful line
2: so uh later on they are they they there's a quick little like montage i think of them something i might be well i do i think i'm mixing that up i
0: I, possibly i watched last night i don't garbage
2: notes um bender is singing and big caboose
0: uh it comes into a cabin with a woman he's smitten and engaged to um, but as soon as he leaves, uh, she immediately comes on to Bender, and her name is Jezebel. Yep, it's it's handy because Bender doesn't have to change any lyrics.
2: You know, as uh, someone who's definitely great, uh, great musician, sure, great, Ben the great musician and lyricist. Um, and as my best friend Lin Manuel Miranda of often tells me, oh, of course, writing every time. lyrics is very hard, and if I have to change the name of somebody partway through. It just wrecks the whole thing. It wrecks the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So um, you know, Hamilton was easy because everyone's names were historical. Yeah, you you, you go in knowing all those names. Yeah, they're already canon. You're just you don't you don't go in part way being like Aaron Burr. That's a dumb name. like Burr sounds like you're just like what Burns. Yeah, yeah burrito like yeah it's not it's not a full word what even is that now his
0: name is alan
2: burrito (laughs) so right that's not gonna happen
0: actually i kind (laughs) of wish it would
2: (laughs) no he's colonel mustard
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i decided we we're not doing hamilton we're doing clue
2: i would watch (laughs) that so
0: hamilton clue or clue hamilton or both
2: just Lin Manuel Miranda doing an adaptation of Clue on Broadway, you know? No, that's true. That would be genius. Yeah, he would be very good at that. And Lin Manuel Miranda, when you do that, I want a, a producer credit <laughs> for sure. My best with this. friend. Uh-huh. I, yeah.
0: I I would like to be in the chorus once, just once. Like like, just you just you don't have to give me too much. Just just throw me in the in like the Greek chorus once. And then I never you never have to talk to me again. I'm fine. Uh-huh. Um, I guess I have to be in some kind of union, I'm sure. Broadway Broadway musicians are unionized, right? I have no idea. I know I know street, screen actors are.
2: Uh so I got dis- I got very distracted by sending uh burrito gifts to the uh patron chat. We so, are super focused this week. Um I do love uh that It's such a dumb little joke, but I do love that when uh, Big Caboose is leaving. He's like, see you soon, honey bunch. And Bender is like, so long, Dumplin'. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. It's <laughs> like, it is it is strangely dad joke territory. Yeah. Um, But Bender doing dad jokes is like a whole different, that that cognitive dissonance yeah.
0: is, is not, very good. That's not where uh, Bender usually goes. So I do appreciate that.
2: Sorry, I'm still <laughs> laughing at Alan Burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Bender and Jezebel hook okay. up. They have a very, very lengthy, lusty night. Sure. Um we do go back to the robot arms.
0: Uh Fry and Leela are watching Everybody Loves Hypnotoad. Um and Leela tries to do the yawn move that she's uh-huh. like sli- yawn like stretch Stretching. and put her arm yeah, yeah. around him. And he's like, Oh yeah, it is late. You you should you're probably tired. Let me get your coat so you can go home.
2: Oh, so, so smooth, that fry. That probably would have been me in high school. Mm-hmm. Just like do it like making that mm-hmm. so, like she makes that stretch. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, you know what? It is. It is like, you know, 1030. It's a school night. You know what? Yeah, you should. You know, let's let's call it there. Yeah. Uh, have a good night. Mm-hmm. Um, See you tomorrow. And then like, you know, just go home. Yeah. Mm hmm. That would probably be me because I was very naive. Mm-hmm. This is coming from the guy who literally thought Netflix and chill meant a date where you go on, uh, to you over watch Netflix, and, watch Netflix and, you, and then you're good and you just like hang out because yeah. that is the perfect date. Anyways.
0: Mm-hmm. Also, that, it's, a, it's a perfect date. And also, I'm wondering if that's because you're naive or because you're old. It's one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe both. It's like, I'm old and naive. I don't, think,
2: I don't think we were ever in the Netflix and chill stage. Like when we were when no we, Netflix and chill wasn't a thing when I was biz, when well, I was worried about the Netflix and chill right thing
0: like like when we were when we were dating and stuff not we <laughs> you know when me and Ben dated we uh-huh. we didn't have Netflix at that point
2: we it was not a thing no. or it was the DVD version
0: also I'm sorry it had to end <laughs> that way I still feel bad about it big caboose shows up
2: while. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, every time you're gonna say Big Caboose, I'm gonna laugh about it. Big caboose shows up and he's looking for Ramblin' Rodriguez. Um And some strange force drew him to New New York town. So they're like, I don't know what you're doing here. Bender's like up on the at the rail yard, like And Big Caboose is, I know. <laughs> it's like, um K. Okay.
0: Um, so he kind of sings a verse of Bender's song ish.
2: And then it's like, well, it guess it's time for me to head back to ra- the railroad camp. And then they realize that everything Bender sings about comes true somehow. Yes. Reality is infringing on Bender's copyright.
0: It's very funny.
2: Which is a thing I should, instead of saying life imitates art, I should say life is infringing on art's copyright. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. It's all about intellectual property these days yes spider-man news about mcu that that's a thing that happened today i know
0: i still don't know how i feel about it mostly sad i think mm-hmm. but spider-man's why it was so good why did they have to oh oh boy
2: i don't want to get on opening it. a whole can of worms or spiders yeah as the case you may opened be. a whole whole can of spider-man's uh it cuts back to bender at the rail yard yeah. he's
0: writing and singing the song and then his co- software is still converting everything into wireframes and the make matic is making it
2: right. Because he's like, he's singing a song about how, um, big caboose would kill him. And then he's like, no, instead run him down with a train. And then we see this little montage. Uh, it's not really a montage. I shouldn't call it that. We see this cutaway, Maybe. Yeah. We see this cutaway back to like in his brain, it's forming this 3d wireframe of a printer. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have a train, not a printer. You have a train in your throat. I do. It then gets sent back to the Mako Matic, and it literally just starts printing out a train. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a little bit later on, a train bursts straight into the cottage where Bender and Jezebel are. Mm-hmm. A big caboose is at the controls, and he's coming for to run him down. Lord, Lord. Which is exactly how Bender wrote the song. Mm-hmm. So. If there was any doubt uh, now about what's going on, we, the audience, know about it. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: Bender escapes the building and gets on a hand car and uses that hand car to basically jump that and the the train towards Earth.
2: Uh Uh-huh. Which is something. Wildly convenient. uh Uh-huh. I do feel like running someone down with a train is a really inefficient way to do it because Mm -hmm. they have to be on those train tracks. It's true. Unless you're doing the, like, old-timey uh, movies with, like, the yeah. dudes with the wispy mustaches, sure. like, tying people to train tracks. Yes. It's not a very, like... We need to tie Bender to some p- train tracks before we run him over with a train. He, Although he it, didn't include that in his I song. will
0: say, it does run into the building, which I'm assuming is not on tracks.
2: I should hope not. <laughs> That's a wildly inefficient use of resources, if it is. So, back at the robot arms apartments, Bender crashes into the the building and he goes right up to the door and he knocks, and fry is is like, "Hey, what do you?" And it's like three a m and Bender states his case, and Fry says. No, because now's the point where I um, betray you or whatever. I don't was, remember was, how he worded it. It was it. basically
0: you deserted me once, and now you feel the chill, right? And, uh, and the train comes through, smashing through the hallway, and, naturally, like trains do, as you do. Um, at Planet Express, the professor is using like an intercom or a radio or something, and Bender comes running in to get help because Big Caboose is chasing him down. But Fry didn't help him, and it cuts over to say to Fry where he's like, "That doesn't
2: sound like me." Right, so now, like, I mean, Fry couldn't have gotten there that fast, so mm-hmm. something's afoot. Bender says, "I'll figure out what happened later,"
0: and starts attacking Fry.
2: I do like how th- there's a couple of things that I like in this scene. First of all, the professor is using a big CB radio, and Bender's call sign is the Tin Man, mm-hmm. It's which very is pretty good. great. Yeah. Also, uh, Leela says, "We tried calling you, but you didn't answer yourself." Your cell phone telephone. Which I love, I that, love that they. I love that they keep bringing that back because it's so ever good. since they first called it cell phone telephone, I, f- I forget about it. I it's for- so because, good because it doesn't happen until like the reboot, right? right? So the entirety of the original run, cell phone telephone, is not a thing, and then all of a sudden it is. So I I just keep forgetting that's a Futurama-ism. Mm-hmm. and then they say it, and I'm like, oh right, cell phone telephone. It, it cracks me up it's every time It's so
0: good it, it's like saying something wrong but for the right reasons
2: um so bender at this point realizes that he is still connected to the printer mm-hmm. and so everything that he wrote in his song got 3d printed
0: uh the reason he knows that is because fry is a unique and beautiful object and he can't he can't be reproduced and then he realizes that he's connected
2: Right, because it's the same thing that uh, he was talking to Dr. Beeler about, Mm -hmm. creating a unique and beautiful object. Exactly. Uh, Dr. Bieler had forgotten to turn off the wireless link.
0: Um, This is when Bender starts singing about a land octopus to attack Fry, mainly because Fry suggests it.
2: Right, because Fry says, like, so if you thought about an octopus that attacked me, and so Bender deliberately does so specifically because... It's going to take hours for the octopus to print.
0: Uh, But Dr. Beeler has uh, improved it using fancy modern technology. So now it just takes seconds. And the octopus is complete. So it starts chasing. Chasing Fry.
2: And Leela says, now don't think about any more octopuses. And Bender says, octopuses. I believe the correct word is octopi. And Pedantic Ben is here to tell you that is incorrect. It is octopuses. (laughs) My first... Wikipedia edit ever was correcting an art, an article about a specific type of octopus that I couldn't even tell you what kind it is anymore. Um, I would have to look it up, but the article said octopi and Mm -hmm. I corrected it to octopuses because octopi is mixing Greek and Latin roots. Boom. Pedantic mic drop. Boom. Oh no, I've been dropped. (laughs) Mike is getting meowed at by the cat. And I've been dropped by Ben. So, well, I dropped you on the floor, and she thought you were food. Oh, I see. Now it all I'm makes sorry. Sense. I thought you was corn. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, I just found it funny because a couple of weeks ago, I was like, "Good job being pedantic, Bender on on saying yeah. whom instead of who." And now he's he's being pedantic in the wrong way right. trying to correct octopuses to octopi. He
0: does later come back and says, I guess octopuses is also okay, but this is after he has uh, generated
2: a lot of octopuses. Uh-huh. So they're all just getting attacked by octopuses now.
0: They basically get away from the octopi some or octopuses somehow, and they don't really explain it at all ever. Mm-hmm. very similar to how they don't explain a lot of things in this episode
2: uh-huh. speaking of not explaining i feel like we didn't actually state that the other fry was a duplicate i think we sort of just i mean it's implied but i don't think we stated it
0: yeah it's it's definitely an implication i don't know if they stated it in the show do they
2: i think they do okay
0: either way it's a duplicate um so yeah uh lila has an idea of have having a big octopus kill big caboose uh bender rejects it and uh uh, because it's 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 too hackneyed. Fry suggests a cool idea by creating a duplicate Bender.
2: Bender is totally against that idea because it's a, a super dumb, convenient ending. And frankly, his fans deserve better mm-hmm. than a stupid, dumb ending. He has artistic integrity. Which is, I feel like, a weird thing to say on Futurama, where we have occasionally uh roasted episodes for being like oh and then it all just magically resolves at the end in like 13 seconds
0: i feel it's kind of the joke to mm-hmm. be honest i
2: think i think it has to be right
0: especially with what happens in a, in a moment also i don't know if it is but if the having a big octopus kill big caboose is a watchman reference it's a wonderful one
2: hmm okay i didn't consider that Sorry, I guess spoilers for Watchmen, the comic book? It's been out since, like, what, the 80s? That's fair. So, like, and they always, hashtag deal with it. And they always... The movie's been out for at least 10 yes, years. but the movie doesn't have that. Oh, okay. Hmm. Now now you're wondering, what does the movie have?
0: I've forgotten.
2: I remember it has an opening montage to uh, the times they are a change in. Mm-hmm. It does do that. And I then thought I, 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 a really weird sex scene... And those are the only things I remember from the actual. Oh, and a lot of blue penis.
0: Oh, oh so <laughs> much blue penis. Um, I remember liking it, but I think that's not going to hold up if I go to rewatch it. Probably not. Um, either way, um, as he's about to sing his new ending, he gets smashed by big caboose in his train.
2: I do also want to point out that um, Doctor Beeler points out that they did the the killing a duplicate thing on star trek tng mm-hmm. um and then uh bender's like cram it nerd and that's when he says his audience there's deserves, a, deserves mm-hmm. better than some formulaic ending so maybe it's more of a dig on star trek who knows
0: it could it, i mean it could be multiple things
2: so uh we cut to the church of robotology mm-hmm. and um we are at bender's funeral uh, um
0: he's been flattened and he's currently located in a manila envelope which i love it's such a great ga- uh-huh. visual
2: gag silicon red is there and he sings about how he uh got uh crushed him flatter than a macbook air which <laughs> i feel was a very timely reference at the time yeah considering macbook air's whole ad campaign was like fit you in, you a, mal- fit in yeah. a manila en- envelope there you um,
0: go and it does the funeral is sponsored by apple oh i missed that yeah it's like shows up really top (laughs) um it's silicon red finishes uh bender's song but bender busts through the door with an additional verse saying he copied himself cowering in the bathroom while the duplicate was killed
2: he also points out now that's what i call a
0: great ending Lila says bender you said that would be a lousy ending and the but the the thing is the duplicate bender said it because Bender had created his duplicate with artistic integrity to make sure he wouldn't try to get out of it.
2: We cut to uh, I I think it's probably Mars Vegas.
0: Yeah. Ben, and
2: Bender and Silicon Red decide to sell out, and so they do a, a rap, which was <laughs> weird. They sing about like their four hundred one ks and like yeah yeah. There's a real Slim Shady like reference in there because he's the real Bender and yeah. Uh, it, it gets very weird. I really like the question mark of they rap. I will, I will say that uh, uh, turning out to have your duplicate killed and then you go on a rap tour with the greatest folk musician of all time—that's not a that trope. That is not a formulaic ending. It's not a trope. So yet. I will give them. I will give them that much. It's not a trope yet. Um. And so that is where the credits come in. And so that means that it is time for grades. You know, overall, I think I think it's a fine episode. Um, the it, it is fun that we kind of go back to Bender wanting to be a folk singer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little weird that he now has two different episodes about it, though. Um, like, I feel like this late in the game maybe they're running out of ideas and they're like, let's go, let's go back to that folk singer thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I think that's kind of weird, but (laughs) the, the jokes are pretty good. Um, not outstanding, but they're solid. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I don't really have a whole lot specific to say about this episode. Um, I would, I think I'd just give it a a B. I think it's, I think it's pretty solid. Um, not outstanding, but, you know, it's it does what Futurama does well, and you know, I'll take it.
0: Yeah. I'm kind of in the same boat. It's it's passable. It's it's good ish, but not great. It's not anywhere close to some of the highs it's been, but it's certainly not close to any of the lows. It's much better than last week's Naturama or right? Naturama was the uh uh-huh. that would was, was a whoa. Uh but this one is a pretty standard story. It I don't mind it at being about uh, Benders folk singing. I th- I think that's a good callback. I I, I like it when, uh, especially when, you know, somebody has a character trait and they come back to it. Which they they come back to Benders folk singing a little bit, mm-hmm. and this kind of shows a little bit of an alternate. It basically, this episode and the Beck episode feel like they go in different directions. Uh, that's why I don't think it's too bad. But I I agree with you. It's not. It's not what I'm going to go reach out for but it's not bad so i i think i'm probably in the same like bb minus territory
2: before we get to our closing bit Mm -hmm. uh we do actually have an ad this week brought to you by laura who is a patreon supporter and uh paid for the uh uh ten dollar plus uh actually she's a panucci's pizza 1077 same as my pin number Mm -hmm. um Which, which thank you which means that uh she gets to run an ad with us and so i'm going to play that here right now i need better segues for ads this is only our second ad we've mm-hmm. ever done back to the future is also brought to you bo- by blue apron nope Duh, don't give them free advertising uh, red smock there you go
1: lords and ladies do you enjoy entertainments do you like merrymaking how about a joust watching two men ride at each other on horseback with sharp pointy sticks Are turkey legs your favorite food? Then come visit us at the Pittsburgh Renaissance Festival. We're located in West Newton, Pennsylvania, just minutes from the New Stanton Turnpike exit. We've got six glorious weekends happening, with Adventure to the Past happening August 17th and 18th, Celtic Fling Weekend, August 24th and 25th, there'll be a Men in Kilts competition, Children's weekend is a three-day in fair, including Labor Day, going from August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd. Wine revelry weekend includes Tasting Upon the Shire, and happens September 7th and 8th. Pirates will invade on September 14th and 15th, and our final weekend will be Oktoberfest, happening September 21st and 22nd. See your favorite returning acts, including The Crack, Washing Well Winches, The Angels, The Duelists, and many, many more. New acts include the vodka family and squire on a wire. That's a man walking a tightrope above your head in a kilt. Very exciting. Visit our many artisan shops and fill your belly with our delicious foods. Come join the residents of Moreland as we welcome King Henry and Queen Anne Boleyn and try to solve the mystery of what happened to the missing mayor. I'm sure I don't know anything about it. Or do I? You've got to find me to find out i'm mary buttons and i hope to see you at the pittsburgh renaissance festival this season i approve this message
2: thank you laura for being a uh patreon patron also mm-hmm. mike's expression on the the tightrope yeah uh the
0: uh the kilt above your head huh interesting <laughs> um but that being said i am canceling my vacation to france and i'm going to this uh the renaissance festival
2: uh-huh. it's very, you, got, it's very, you gotta do I it I mean,
0: you gotta do it i you know, sometimes you, you hate to see having to 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 cancel some flights that are non-refundable, but you do love to see a man in a cult above your head.
2: Uh-huh. Absolutely. So you too can also be a uh uh Patreon supporter of Back to the Futurama. Uh that's patreon.com slash back to Futurama. And we appreciate uh all of our patrons for being great. So with that, uh, we want to know what you think about this episode, about men in kilts doing mm-hmm. tightrope above your head. What do you want to 3D print? Um, Do you want to 3D print a man in a kilt doing a tightrope <laughs> walk above your head?
0: We can only think of one thing. It's
2: a man on a kilt doing a tightrope walk. It's all I can think about now. So,
0: <laughs>
2: um, what else did we... Oh, um... No, what else did we talk about in this episode? I mean, I
0: don't know. You have a a, a gargantuan editing uh, task in front of you, Octopus friend.
2: Octopus versus octopi. How Ooh. pedantic do you take it?
0: Mm-hmm. It's It's like tea. You can either be this pedantic or this pedantic.
2: So there's a lot of stuff that you can talk to us about. Uh, you can do that by emailing us at back to the Futurama podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at back to Futurama. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash back to Futurama. We are on Apple podcasts and
0: Spotify. So find us there, review us, rate us, subscribe. And you know what? Let's all go put on
2: kilts and do some tight ropes absolutely and i know i already mentioned patreon but today was our live episode so uh, laura and matt both joined us in the chat and it was a lot of fun Mm -hmm. hanging out with them and doing a live episode so that is available to five dollar and up patrons and i think that is going to do it for us this week um oh my laura just sent a picture of the man in the kilt doing a tightrope um from what perspective from far away (laughs) okay so (laughs) um I think that's going to do it for us. So until next time, I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. Goodbye from the world of tomorrow.
0: And the world of kilts, apparently.